0: All right, 3 o'clock hour here on Hockman and Crowder on a football Friday. And this hour, Lee Sterling is going to join us. We'll get some picks from him for Sunday's games. Um, but most importantly this hour, obviously we're going to get to headlines here. Most importantly this hour, though, today is National Chocolate Cake Day. And that's a, a very big deal for this particular show. It's a rough day for Solana, admittedly. Not his finest moment,
1: the chocolate cake incident. <laughs> Solana, what did you do that for?
0: <laughs> Not your finest moment. Um, so anyway, we'll get to that this hour. We'll get Lee Sterling this hour. It's all, uh, all going to happen. So let's do headlines here. We'll start out the 3 o'clock hour with headlines and Alejandro Solana. The sports update.
2: It's driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. I'll start with the Miami Hurricanes. Offensive coordinator, Josh Gaddis, officially let go today by Mario Cristobal. He was the fourth offensive coordinator in five seasons for the
0: Canes. Josh Gaddis, we hardly knew you. But what we knew, we didn't like. (laughs) I was going to say, did you really
1: want to know it? Yeah.
0: Nah, we knew you enough. We're good. We wish you well.
1: <laughs> no, you don't. No, I do. I got nothing against <laughs> Josh Gattis. Oh, okay. It was a
0: plodding offense. You know, it yeah. wasn't exactly, yeah. uh, as John Michael said in the last hour, it wasn't exactly like an air raid. Uh, it was like, oh, I can't wait for the offense to get back out on the field. It wasn't, it wasn't exactly that.
1: <laughs> yeah, like he brought up Dan Mullen. John brought up Dan Mullen. Where Dan Mullen had us good for a little, w- little bit. And then we went little to wit? hell. But, like, little wit, tiny little wit. <laughs> Just a little wit. But, <laughs> but a like day Mac-
0: for, Sol- for Solana. Just give, him a, give him a little leeway.
1: <laughs> but, like, McIlwain? I, I don't like McElwain. If I see McIlwain out somewhere, I'm not speaking to him.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, their offense really was trash, by the way. They finished 2022 ranked 96th in out of 131 FBF teams in rushing offense, 60th in passing offense with a guy who coming into the year – was a Heisman hopeful? Not that he was a favorite. Well, did but... they
0: go? Uh, wasn't there one game they went six quarters without scoring a touchdown? Yeah. Remember Virginia? I mean, in one game, yeah, went to overtime. Like, I mean, it was a plodding offense. So you know, it's one thing to have a bad offense, but at least it's exciting and it's who was who was the dude that was running the the, the offense for the Hurricanes? Um, I'm trying to blank on his name. Enos. No, no, not Enos. What was his name? <laughs> You know, I mean, Dolly. you couldn't even catch your breath.
1: Dolly. Ken Dorsey.
0: Thank you, Jimmy. No. Uh, 305 Alarm, sponsored by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733.
2: Looking up uh, the Canes' offensive coordinator history.
0: He was there the couple seasons before,
1: with Al Golden.
0: No, not Al Golden. It was with uh, Rick. No, not Rick. <laughs> you, you keep going way too far back. You're forgetting the Manny Diaz era.
1: Oh man, I, I was laughing too hard at these chains and these buckets and all the things y'all use to encourage ourselves.
0: Can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: can't he was think great. His name.
0: Someone will text it in. <laughs>
1: He must be a good friend of yours, yeah. <laughs> it was exciting. Um by the way.
0: Someone'll text it in. I know they will.
2: <laughs> nope. Um there was an update on Tua Tungavailoa. Rhett today. Lashley.
0: Rhett Lashley. That's right.
1: Yeah. Where's he at SMU Thank now? Thank you,
0: Texters. Thank you, Texters.
2: hmm SMU. The update on Tua, according to ESPN, he remains in concussion protocol and will not participate in next week's Pro Bowl games. He was going to be an alternate for either Burrow or Patrick Mahomes, whoever ends up going on to the Super Bowl. But uh, he will not participate.
0: All right. So he's – Listen. Obviously, it was a significant concussion that he suffered, and uh, they're going to be extremely cautious. You even said it at the beginning of the week, where you said the optics of him playing in the Pro Bowl, even though it's the Pro Bowl games, it's not even a Pro Bowl. Uh, you know, it's all skills competitions. Um, you even said the optics would be bad. So, if that, I mean, if he's in, if he's in the concussion protocol by one percent, just be extra careful, and you know, I'm with you. I Take just, I the noggin.
1: It's just, I've never seen a guy in concussion protocol for a month.
0: Someone had texted in earlier in the show. Seathan Carter was in for the entire season. The entire season, he was in the concussion protocol.
1: Seathan, <laughs> no, what is that? Are you making a point? Seathan. <laughs>
2: Last time we did that, it was Gaylord Perry. Hey, Lord,
1: Perry, throwing the spitter.
2: Uh, tonight, the Heat, 8 p.m. They play the Magic from Miami-Dade Arena. Final game of a three-game homestand. They're 2-0. And, what time uh, does that game tip off? 8 p.m. Wow. <laughs> 8 p.m. tonight, Hawk. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. That must be on national TV, I guess. No, it's not, actually. It's not. It's not on national TV. Huh. It's not. Can I even, that's crazy. They also play the Hornets Sunday on the road. They start a four-game road trip. That's a 1 p.m. tip-off on Sunday. (laughs) A (laughs) 1
1: (laughs) p.m.? Get back by every start.
2: The the Florida Panthers, they also play tonight. Uh, They host the LA Kings 7 p.m. And uh, they also play tomorrow night 6 p.m. They host the Boston Bruins. And the big news regarding the Panthers, Barkov, he's going to replace Maple Leaf star Austin Matthews in the All-Star roster.
0: That is right. Sasha Barkov on the All-Star roster. So the uh, Heat game tonight, you will hear on 560 WQAM. You have Solana, what time? 645 for preheat? Yes, sir. Uh, You get Heat tonight on 560 QAM. You will get Doug Plagans and Florida Panthers hockey uh, Ninety-six point five FM HD two. Kane toops They'll play at Pitt tomorrow. A
2: four p.m. tip-off from uh, the home of Dan Marino.
0: Ah, yes, right. That is true. Yeah.
1: Pittsburgh, yep.
0: Yeah. And then you're on. Un- what's the uh, What's the sandwich place in Pittsburgh? I always talk about it. There's one in Fort Lauderdale. From Pr- uh, Pr- 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 Manti- Brothers? Brothers. Isn't that uh, Pittsburgh? Yeah, Fromanti Pr-
2: Brothers. That Pittsburgh? Yeah. Yeah. Does Dan Marino have a nickname?
1: Wow. Danny Boy or something? Dan the Man. No, it's Dan, Dan, yeah. Dan the Man. Dan the Man. Dan the Man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot better than the Sheriff. I'll tell you that. Yeah.
0: The Sheriff's lame. I mean, Dan the Man, though.
1: <laughs> I mean, what Dan hasn't been called Dan the Man at some point. <laughs> yeah. Like those nicknames, like MJ, when you use the initials, I don't think that's a nickname. Those are initials.
0: Um, yeah, but he was also Air Jordan, so he had like a nickname as well.
1: Yeah, But the, with the sheriff, wasn't he player with like the corporal or something like that?
0: I had a friend of mine um, from Chicago text me yesterday after the show and said there is not a single incident in recorded history of Horace Grant being called the general. But just Google it. Google okay. it. Man. I'm just telling you, I was surprised I was a Bulls fan growing up. He still lives in Chicago. He says not a single incident in recorded history has Horace Grant ever been called the general.
1: We had him on the show one time.
0: We did. We never yeah. called him the general. We had Gary Payton on. I called him the glove. I also called him Gare.
1: <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs>
0: You were real comfortable that day. That was a weird uh it was a weird <laughs> moment. Gear. Um
2: let's see what else I have. Oh, NFL Sunday schedule. Eagles, Niners, NFC championship game. That's a three PM kickoff. And then uh AFC championship game is at six thirty. The Chiefs, they host the Bengals.
0: All right, we're going to talk with uh, Lee Sterling in the next segment. I just want to see what the lines are right now. Yeah, still Bengals plus one and a half, Niners plus two and a half. All right,
2: guys, and uh, just a a random factoid for you guys here since we have a second, Baskin Robbins. We're all familiar with Baskin Robbins. Did you know Mm -hmm. it was almost Robbins Baskin?
1: (laughs) We got two guys' last names.
2: Is that so? Yeah, so they were brother-in-laws. Burton Baskin was married to Irv Robin's sister. Her name was Shirley. They each had ice cream shops. They decided to merge in 1948, and they flipped a coin for who would go first. They flipped a coin, and Baskin won. Hmm. How
0: about hmm. that? So it could have been Robbins Baskin.
1: Robbins Baskin. Would it have made it like you say, Rocky? If Rocky's name, No, it's, it's 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 because
0: I know the the story is similar with haagen right? It was very close to it being Daz-Hagen. I don't know. I made that up. There's I oh. I, I think Haagen-Dazs <laughs> means something, but that would be funny if we just did that with a whole bunch of I know Seven Eleven. They had originally thought Eleven Seven didn't work because then they'd be closed most of the day. <laughs> What's wrong with you? And hey, we're going to be open 11 till 7. Hmm. Well, what if we made it 7 11? And, uh, <gasps>
1: uh, interesting. You're 24 hours.
0: Yeah, a lot of people wonder why they bother having locks on the doors for insurgents. It's a great point. And that is the official reason, if you look in the handbook. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Your weather sponsored by Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com, call them 866-954-MORE. Right now in South Florida, it looks like it might rain here in El Portal, but it's uh 70 degrees, kind of gloomy out today. Your uh your lows tonight will dip into the low 60s. That is your weather.
0: Like a like a winter night. Uh Lee Sterling, professional handicapper he is going to join us in the next segment and uh, hopefully give us some winners. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. You look slightly zooted. You know, I might have tailgated a little bit. Hawk and Crowder. There's been a load of compromising on the road to my horizon. And I want to be where the lights are shining on me. Like a rhinestone, like a rhinestone cowboy. Now well, we gave it a shot. Playoff time, baby. Playoff time. Let's get some winners. Lee Sterling is on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. He is a professional sports handicapper. His website is paramountsports.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Paramount Sports. You want to jump right into it,
3: Lee? Well, first I I just want to bring up something. I got actually a DM uh last week after the segment and someone asked one of the listeners, should uh you know, we ended up my strongest play was a teaser play and yep. moving both of the favorites that we took uh to get Which them. under is a great teaser key numbers. Two, I mean, sorry, three, four, six, and seven, and so I did a little bit of research to find out how important moving the line here is on a teaser. And since 2015, when they moved the extra point back, there have been 121 games that have been lined anywhere from eight, eight and a half to nine points, and only two of those 121 games fell exactly on two. So. To move a line and and to get under two is really not that important. It's really to get under the number three and of games lined between minus seven and minus ten, the favorite one by two in only six out of four hundred and twenty three games so wow. playing teasers very important to get under those four key numbers, getting under three as long as you can get under three down to two and a half that's the key It's not important. To get it under the a, number
0: two. I will say it was an excellent teaser because it, had yeah. we not teased those two games, we would have ended up with a loser. So yeah. we applaud you for that. Um, all right, the early one is Bengals yeah. and Chiefs. This line has gone up and down all week, and we have already placed our bet. I'm not going to tell you what it is till you give us okay. your pick. Uh, last I looked, Bengals are one-and-a-half-point dogs now.
3: Yes, so the lines move... Four times over or under zero, which is almost unheard of, and it's obviously based only, I feel, on the situation as far as Patrick Mahomes' health. I think right now Joe Burrow is a better quarterback. And even with, and I thought going into last week, he would be in trouble with the three offensive linemen out. But when you throw the ball, releasing the ball 2.25 seconds on average, it's um, can be pretty tough. To sack him, And they can even run the ball. 27 rushes last week for 138 yards. Uh hit 30 first downs in the game here. I I just think that this Kansas City team is in trouble. I just think Cincinnati's had their number. Uh I'm going to take the one and a half points. I would not be surprised. I think the line's going to close as KC minus two and a half. So um, um, I would say it's fine to bet it now. Very few games fall on two also, as I just talked about. But I do think the Kansas City will end up the two and a half point favorite. And I think Cincinnati wins the game 28-24.
0: That is the uh, bet that we put in. We put in Bengals plus one and a half. Because what it had was Monday, it was Bengals plus one. Crowder said put it in. And I was like, eh, it's a little bit early. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's Bengals minus two and a half. Um, right. But when it was 1 uh, one and a half this morning, I put it in. I feel good about it. As do I. All right, yes. how about
3: the, uh, the later game, Eagles and Niners? Defense. I think this game is going to have more defense. I think Philadelphia, which had 26 more sacks as a team than San Francisco, is a team without a weakness now because we know that Jalen Hurts is probably very close to 100%. That was the pause for concern going into the playoffs with them. They, <laughs> I, I don't know if I've ever seen this. They have four, four guys on the defense line with 10 or more sacks. I haven't been able to find out if that's a record, but I think they have the better pass rush. I think they have the better pass rushing depth. Also, the Eagles were number one in pass defense. Guy underrated safety, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, no one talks about this guy. He leads the league in interceptions, and he missed five games. He had six interceptions here. So, I just think that the San Francisco team people are starting to figure out Brock Purdy a little bit. He's seven and zero. He'll be seven and one after Sunday night.
0: That's the other bet that we put in. We put in <laughs> Eagles minus the points. So, should we? Have you been uh, Have you been doing well during the NFL playoffs? I feel good that we're already on your two picks. Or should I, I be? I think leery? I'm seven
3: and six overall, a little above five hundred. But right. uh, listen, I'd give my left arm to be a little over 500 <laughs> right now.
0: <laughs> we had a bad run, Lee. It's been a bad run, Lee. It's been a bad run. Hey, can turn um, around.
3: That's the best thing about gambling.
0: Ah, uh, the best. Ah, uh, and I hope it happens. Uh, Lee Sterling, the website is paramountsports.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Paramount Sports. Give us another winner this weekend. Give us
3: something else. Okay, my biggest winner is going to be a total. Not a total, I'm sorry, a prop play in one of the two games. Even though I'm taking Cincinnati, I'm going to play the over 24-and-a-half pass completions for Patrick Mahomes, minus 125. I think with less running, uh, I've experienced a high ankle sprain. It is something I think even with the best of treatment, he's going to be about 70, 75%, so I expect him to run less. More screen plays think that uh, they're going to have to go also with a lot of 12 uh, different uh, you know sets, and what a 12 offensive set here, just to explain it briefly, it's one running back and two tight ends. I think they want to protect him and less downfield passing, more completion. So that'll be my, my top uh, play for the weekend.
0: All right, I like it, and and you do think though, just um, not that it's going to matter to us, but you think that Kansas City line will get even larger, almost up to two hundred. Yeah,
3: the news coming out that is that he's probably healthier uh, than we thought early in the week or after watching him finish the game last Sunday. So um, with that cause for optimism on his health, I think that that's why the line's going to end up rising. But remember, he can you know he can go down or he can be in bad shape you know pretty quickly in a game if he gets hit and uh, i think the it's the main thing they're going to do is focus on protecting him so um although Chad Henney played probably one of his he best did. games probably he looked <laughs> great nice he, drive. i thought he should have gotten player of the game yeah <laughs>
0: he, he led them on a nice drive that was crucial for that game it really was right at um, hey, quick is yeah. is the
1: is the, is the the unknown of Patrick Mahomes' health, is that better for the book or for us?
3: <laughs> Probably for the book. I think you're going to see more action. Um, I think you'll see more in-game wagering on this game than we've seen in the past. I think people, a lot of people are going to want to watch and see what happens in the first series or two and see how he looks. So. Uh it's not going to be – I like both sides. It's not one of the strongest wagers I'll ever play. I'd be, I mean, the public, they go out there and they plunge, you know what, uh, on, on these type of games. Super Bowl, I could tell someone it's my smallest play of the year and they're going to play it on the average two, three times their normal play. It's a Super Bowl play. This is a NFL championship game. So um, I, I think most of the professionals will play it like a normal play and do a lot of in-game wagering. Did you play with Chad, Channing? Yes. See, he got drafted
1: my third year. He went second round behind Jake Long.
3: Crazy. I, I was shocked. I know he's 33, 34 years old, 37 years old. And, Lee,
1: he was terrible with the <laughs> Dolphins. I, I I tell the story. where I thought I was getting better because I was intercepting him at practice, and I'm like, oh, I figured this NFL thing out. He was just well, terrible. It shows you I what coaching can, can do, better.
3: right?
0: <laughs> Not too shady. Andy Reid uh, did done a pretty go. good Andy job Reed, I mean yeah Crowder yeah. loves Andy Reid yeah. uh, Lee Sterling the website ParamountSports.com I'm on Twitter at Paramount Sports he likes the Bengals getting the points he likes the Eagles laying the points and a prop on Sunday over 24 and a half completions for Patrick Mahomes Lee thank you as always we appreciate it
3: alright guys take care
0: Um, As much as I enjoy talking gambling, I enjoy talking chocolate cake just as much. (laughs) And we're going to do that in the next segment. Today is National Chocolate Cake Day. We would be remiss if we didn't celebrate Alejandro Solana and his entire family on this very special day. So we're going to do that in a moment. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Give it to me, Hawk and Crowder. All right. Today is National Chocolate. Chocolate cake day. And when I found this out yesterday, I texted you and Solana, just a picture of a big chocolate cake, and Solana immediately texted back, I was hoping you wouldn't find out. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't sleep last night. So um, this is a great moment in our show's history. This, I, I, I can make the argument, is my favorite segment of all time. That's how much, there's so many tentacles to it. I will tell you this, for people who've listened to this before and they've heard it, um, you probably are aware that we laugh and it's all in great fun and it's why I enjoy it. I went to the Barry Manilow concert a couple Fridays ago with Solana, his girlfriend, but more importantly, his mom and dad, Eduardo and Deborah, came. And at the end of the night, we were in the suite. And at the end of the night, I very innocently brought up the chocolate cake. And I immediately saw Deborah Solana kind of recoil. And Solana himself, I I could tell he just wanted to move it along. Like he didn't, he just, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything that he wanted to relitigate in front of his parents because Deborah especially feels like she is unfairly portrayed during this segment. Am I am I correct with that, Solana? That is uh, a very fair statement. Okay. She doesn't like the way that this played out, and admittedly, you do throw her under the bus in this segment. The second I got a chance to, I threw everybody under the bus.
2: <laughs> There's no doubt about it.
1: Is this, is this still an issue at the house when you go over for, for dinner? Yeah,
2: my parents, you know, they, they were doing me a solid, right? I have stairs, they don't. So I get ACL surgery, they tell me Hey, move in. We'll take care of you. So already, you know, I'm. They're, they're doing me a huge favor. They're both taking off from work.
0: They're working from home. They're- I remember uh, even you couldn't wipe your butt. They used to have <laughs> no, to wipe your butt for no, you. That was mm-hmm. what you guys made well, no, that, that. we happen. have Leroy Horde. We have a Leroy Horde segment <laughs> no, where he can't believe right. that you can't wipe your butt.
2: Right, and that's not true. That's not how it played out. It's just how you guys interpreted it. But whatever. Nonetheless, uh, they were already going out of their way to help me and uh, – I repaid them by just throwing them under the bus live on the radio.
0: Here it is, a national chocolate cake day. I'll set the scene for you. I'm in the studio with Crowder, and Solana is doing the show from home. He is just a couple days removed from having ACL surgery. I have sent him uh, from Chicago some deep dish pizzas and a uh, chocolate cake and hilarity ensued if you will here's our celebration of national chocolate cake day so over the weekend i had because solana got home from the hospital i had chicago deep dish pizzas shipped to his house to feed him and his family who's taking care of him you're at your parents house right not at your house right yeah I'm at my parents you can do the house. microphone off and on thing again huh you're you're going to you're, you're going to stick with that huh no no i'm here i'm here <laughs> You're gonna like just it's just so herky jerky because I'm like yeah so you you you're at your parents' house right? Yeah, I'm at my parents'
1: house. Ridiculous.
0: Um, So I had uh, deep dish Chicago pizza sent to him from Lou Melnati's and some chocolate cake as well. So did you eat the deep dish pizzas? I ate one of them. I did. And you ate the whole deep dish
2: pizza yourself? Uh, I ate three fourths of it by myself. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow, that's heavy duty. Uh, and what did you think? Oh, it was delicious. Because you, because I, you I, know, you always tease me because I order in the pizzas from Chicago and it's expensive, and you're like, just drive down to Kendall. They've got deep dish pizza. Right. So what? What was better?
2: Yeah, Manhattan, Chicago, uh, and, and Kendall <laughs> has deep dish pizza, which is phenomenal, by the way. Weird. Uh, Manhattan, no, but- which is
0: New York, and Kendall, which is not Chicago. <laughs> It's strange that they have good deep-dish Chicago pizza. pizza. They do, yeah. Um, no, this was really good.
2: It, it's frozen pizza. Right. It's so, still shipped you know, in, you, so
0: it's not the it's not like getting it at the restaurant.
1: Yeah.
2: No, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I put a whole pie in, and me and my girlfriend were going to split it, and she ate one, like, fourth. You cut it into fours, yeah. and she was stuffed. Yeah. And I had... The first, and then my second piece, and then there was one more piece there. And it's the same, I, this is
0: the same routine know? I have with Lori. Every time I order in Lou Malnati's from Chicago, I'll cut it into fourths. Then after one slice, my wife can't eat anymore. And then I can't just stare at the one piece, even though I'm full. Because <laughs> right. it's like, well, right. it's one piece. It's a quarter. <laughs> and what about that chocolate cake? That was just part of the, the package. There, there was a, a package available. And so I was like, right, I'll give him a chocolate cake, too. How was that? Yeah, well, I, we haven't had it yet because, um, I, you know, I,
2: I indulged into a deep dish pizza. I ate almost the whole thing by myself. Right, and you're I wasn't not exercising
0: have... either, so you're probably feeling like extra fat.
2: I know I, I am extra fat. Wow. I feel like I've gained back all the weight that I lost over the past couple months already, and it's only been five days. Uh, my parents were gonna make it yesterday, but they don't know how to. Like, they don't know how to make it. They don't know if they have to thaw it first because it's in the freezer. Or if they just throw it in the oven, but it's a chocolate cake, does it go no, in the oven? They don't know pre- how to do no, this. No, it's, so.
0: it's a pre. It's a chocolate cake already. <laughs> put it, put it on the counter, and it'll be room temperature like any other cake. And then after no, they no, but it's it's frozen. It came frozen. Right. So you don't eat it frozen. Put it on the counter so it thaws out. So it looks like an actual chocolate cake. I thought you were doing a bit on me. He texts me. I was so, on
1: the thread. Oh, you were on the thread. Yes.
0: So. He snapped me uh, when he got the Chicago pizzas, and I snapped him back, and I just said, hey, I'm going to give you a little hack. It says to cook them for 45 minutes, cook them for an hour and a half, or else it's going to be runny. And I said, okay. He texts us over the weekend, do you have any hacks for the chocolate cake? And I didn't respond because I thought you were doing a bit. It's a frozen cake. What do you think? You're going to bake it? You're going to bake a
1: cake that's frosted? I don't know. Ask as Deborah. I don't. I don't. What, what the hell do I know about a cake? It, it already know. has frosting on it, right? Of course,
0: it's in the cake. <laughs> you gonna,
2: cook a you thought about cake. putting it in the oven to bake?
1: That's no, the thought out a little. <laughs> no, okay. You maybe maybe. <laughs> How many salanas does it take to make a frozen Jimmy, cake? Jimmy, have you ever
0: heard of putting a frosted cake in the oven to bake? Never. Of course not. It's the craziest thing. <laughs> Damn, Jimmy. Are you serious? So that wasn't a joke when you said, do you have any hacks for the chocolate cake? I thought you were I mean, kidding. We, no,
2: I think that's a normal question. I mean, it's something that's frozen. How can we best... Um, uh, how can we get the most out of this frozen cake? Unfreeze it. (laughs) Unfreeze it. It's, it's frozen. So, but I mean, there's, there's several ways you can unfreeze a cake. Oh, is that so?
0: What? Throw it in the bathtub? (laughs) You want to throw it in the bathtub? Unfreeze the cake? (laughs) No, I mean, I mean, you put, you put in the oven, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes. You would put, I I can't get past (laughs) this. You would take a frosted cake that's been baked and put it in the
1: oven my
2: my mom's texting me. You we were never putting it in the oven. <laughs> just I'm, not, I'm not. so sure about that. I'm not so sure about that, Deborah, because I think there was a conversation with my dad about about maybe you know heating up the oven for a little. So I'm not. I'm not too sure about that. No.
0: When you want to enjoy the cake, like several hours before you want to enjoy it, take it out of the freezer. And then it'll thaw. And then after you have a couple slices at room temperature, if you want to put it in the fridge to keep it cool, then that's normal. Like,
1: <laughs> treat it like a cake. <laughs> it's a cake. <laughs> I, just, I just see a whole family <laughs> sitting around staring at this cake. <laughs> <even> Ooh. <do> <sighs> like, yeah, like, what are we going to do uh, with this? This
0: is much like the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Something that's going to require some significant effort to figure out. Why did Hawk send us this riddle? Text Hawk. Text Hawk. (laughs) Get a hint. I can't believe that. And and I'm assuming they don't send instructions with it like they do the pizza because who the hell would need instructions to thaw out a cake? Yep, no
2: instructions. (laughs) Of
1: course not. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't eaten it yet? No, no, they don't know no. what to do with it! <laughs> is it in the oven? <laughs> it's in the oven right now. They have no
0: idea what Wait, to what do, what do kind with it. Of, no, but what, mom! What kind of, they're just what kind
1: of instructions mom, is that?
0: Take it, it out! What, what, kind of,
2: <laughs> what kind of instructions is that? Oh, just leave it out. No, I don't want to just leave it out. What, what let, further instructions let's... do you need?
0: Honestly. Take knife, slice cake, (laughs) put on plate, take fork, make peace, put in mouth. What instructions would you need?
2: I I can't even believe this. I mean, had you just answered a text message, we could have avoided this. I thought you 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 were joking.
0: I thought you were joking.
1: (laughs) I, I cannot believe that. I don't know how to make I a frozen cake.
0: cake. I don't know what to do with it.
2: This <laughs> it is like it's like a like an apple pie. You ever get those apple pies? You throw them in the freezer. A couple months later, you put them in the oven. They're, they're good as new. Good as
0: new. Right. Good, like but, they were just baked. Right, but they don't have frosting on them. You understand what would happen if you put a frosted chocolate cake in the oven? <laughs>
2: It would defrost much quicker than just leaving it out. I'll tell you that. Put it oh in the microwave. My God.
0: I am stunned. All time classic <laughs> segment right there. That is the perfect celebration of National Chocolate Cake Day. And we have the added effect. We are still, I know, you know, we talked about this months ago, but we're going to go live on Twitch, our show, and, and YouTube. And so we've been doing today's show. Me and Crowder are both home. And uh, Solana's in the studio, but we are on a private StreamYard screen. And so we were able to watch Solana react <laughs> as that segment takes place. And it was uh, that much more enjoyable for us. Good job, Solana. So funny, man. It is so funny. So is, uh, someone wanted an update on the cake. Do you think it is still in your parents' freezer?
2: 100% it is still in that freezer. Not even a joke. Uh, that's so great.
0: All right, let's let's uh, let's move along here because we've got uh, a lot to get to in the four o'clock hour. First, because today is Friday, I want to talk about Toro Toro, which is downtown Miami's hottest steakhouse. They're open for lunch, dinner, uh, unlimited bottomless Sunday brunch, but Fuego Fridays are back, Crowder, and that makes tonight a little extra special at Toro Toro.
1: I am telling you, going down to Fuego Fridays, they have the fire dancers now. You got your entertainment. You already got the delicious food. I'm talking about they have the steaks. The steaks are world-renowned. That seafood, the sea bass, the swordfish dip. I'm telling you, man, I love it. Right there at Intercontinental. And then they have that park across the street. You can walk down the water after dinner. Romantic, chill out. I'm telling you, man, Toro Toro got it all.
0: Be a great night. And then don't forget uh Sunday, you got the Toro Toro Sunday day brunch, bottomless mimosas and bloody Marys, unlimited buffet, featuring tableside carvings and rodizio meats and unlimited seafood and ceviche and the endless dessert bar uh it is all going off i mean you're looking for a place for dinner tonight you got fuego fridays at toro toro you're looking for a place tomorrow or sunday before football you do the sunday funday brunch there then you go home watch football starting at three o'clock i mean what a weekend that we just planned for you that
1: bloody mary bar Mm -hmm. and then football boy you can't beat that on a sunday
0: If you want to see the full menu and all the events coming up, just visit ToroToroMiami.com. Again, ToroToro, they're located inside the Intercontinental Miami on Biscayne Bay. They're open seven days a week. You can follow them on Instagram at ToroToroMiami or check out the website ToroToroMiami.com.
1: You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Today unruly,
0: tomorrow crack. Hawk and Crowder.